Hello, and welcome to the Untitled Female Driven Podcast. We are three film and television writers who are here to talk about how to make it as professional writers in the entertainment industry. This podcast covers what we wish we'd known when we were getting started, and so you can learn the easy way what we learned the hard way. I'm Jess Cho. I mostly write for television. I'm Hannah Rosner. I also mostly write for television. And I'm Erica Schreiber. I mostly write features. And we are on part two of our series on fellowships. So I get to ask these guys lots of questions because they've both done fellowships. So today we're going to talk about essays, which is a very specific uh, part of applying for fellowships that sounds like kind of gets overlooked in favor of like, you know, scripts. So tell me about these essays. Like what exactly are these written materials that are aside from spec scripts and pilots that you have to submit? Like what do the programs require you to send? Well, every program is different, but usually they will ask for some sort of document. Generally, it's about a page. Sometimes it's double-spaced. You know, there's always formatting things. But the essay is a statement of interest, uh, why you want to be in the program. It's a little about me. It's basically like your elevator pitch. Throwback to episode one. Yeah, it's basically that in document form. It's your here's what you need to know about me in one page in a eloquently written document that tells you who I am as a writer and why I stand out and why I, you want to work with me. And it's way harder than you'd think it would be to write this essay. There's a couple different kinds, like a personal essay is sort of your, your personal story, your origin story, your elevator pitch. Um, there's statements of interest, which are a little bit the same, but sometimes they're more specific. They'll ask you like, why do you want to be a part of this program? What is it about this studio and the shows that we make that appeals to you? And why do you want to be in the program? That kind of thing. And then the Q&As are slightly different. That's where fellowship programs like NBC Universal, they will have specific questions that you don't know until you actually go to apply online. And then, I mean, you have a little time to write your answer but if, spoiler alert, if you accidentally refresh or your computer dies, oh, uh, no. you lost all your work. So <laughs> I hope you're not speaking from personal experience. Uh, maybe. May have happened. One tip for that is just to, once you bring up the website and you see the questions, just write all your answers in a Word document and then cut and paste later. Helps a lot. Don't leave the page because the questions will change. Excellent advice that would not have thought of. How do you do a good job of that? Like what makes for a good fellowship essay? I had a friend who gave me some really good advice when I wrote my first essay and I sent it to her and she had been in the Warner Brothers workshop the year before. And she told me that essentially your essay is another writing sample. So think of it like a writing sample the same way you would your spec script or your pilot script. Um, it's another example of your voice as a writer, your proficiency with language and prose and your ability to tell a story. So even though it sounds like it's basically a resume or something where it's like, these are the things I've done and it's, it shouldn't be like that. It should feel like a story. So there's a lot of ways to get into that, but that's really the essential thing. I think that if you take one thing away from this episode, what is an essay? It's it's another writing sample and it's an opportunity to show that you are skilled at being a storyteller. And on top of that, I think the personal essays, the statements of interest, the Q&As, anytime you have an opportunity to demonstrate your particular voice, that is an opportunity worth taking. Because you know a lot of these people who are applying to this, again, technically proficient at writing scripts, but if their voice isn't particularly unique or original, then they're just going to fade into the pile. So this is a chance for you to really let your personality show through. 
I would argue, to err on the side of too much personality. Especially if you're a comedy writer, your essay has got to be funny. So just (laughs) really put your whole self into it. Don't hold back because, yeah, you got to be yourself if you write an essay that makes you seem just sort of like this super buttoned up and professional person. One, you won't necessarily stand out because there's a lot of people like that. But two, that's if that's not who you really are, then you're kind of selling them a bag of lies. And they'll figure that out when you go <laughs> no to the No one wants to buy your bag of lies. <laughs> <laughs> the essay should make somebody want to meet you. Make, should make someone be like, oh my gosh, this writer sounds so fun and interesting and someone that I wouldn't mind spending three hours a week in a fellowship or 10 hours a day in a writer's room with. I mean, even if you're a drama writer, if you can make your personal essay funny, that helps. I tried to make mine as funny as possible. I have no idea if it was actually successful. It literally was successful, Jess. You got <laughs> yeah. into the fellowship program. <laughs> and I would just say, like, don't dear sir and madame it. You know, <laughs> like, this is not a typical interview. Think of it less of an interview as a first date. You know, you're really trying to woo this person and show them, I'm so awesome. You really want to spend time with me and possibly take me home. <laughs> <laughs> Seduce them with your words. Yeah. And your personality. <laughs> Did you guys get a chance to read anyone's essays before you applied? And if so, did you get them friends? Are there samples online? I did read a couple of friends' essays. And again, I also did a script anatomy fellowship workshop that talked about essays and bios. And so they had some sample essays. It's so helpful if you can get your hands on uh, even if it wasn't for a fellowship program, if you have a friend that wrote an essay to get into college, like whatever it is, like if you can look at that as a template, that was super helpful. You know, my first draft of my essay was sort of, it was a little basic. It was like, I'm Hannah Rosner. This is where I'm from. And this is what I write and blah, blah, blah. It was more of like, this is a list of my professional accomplishments, uh, followed by um, the types of shows I like to write and why. And it felt a little bit like a college essay than a something to submit to a fellowship program for television. So my friend gave me some some really good feedback. And part of that was looking at her essay. She told a specific story, like an anecdote from her childhood. That's a really good way to start because it gives the reader a glimpse into your backgrounds. And that alone will show why they're unique. So that can be really helpful. Start with a personal story and then let that evolve into why you write the kinds of, you know, why you're drawn to certain characters because you had, you know, you had a single mom growing up. And so you're drawn to characters that have to like persevere. And so these programs and this business in general, they want you to define yourself so that they can put you in a nice little box. Weirdly, you want to make that job as easy for them as possible because then they're like, oh, if they fit this box and they're very interesting in this box, then why wouldn't I want them? Basically the same thing as branding yourself, right? So when I was tackling my essays, I also went the anecdote approach. And I tried to think of something from my past, which if I was writing a character in a script, it would be like a character defining moment. One of those things that sort of altered the course of my life in some way. And then to write that up as a story and to try to make it as engaging as possible. And I think that helped a lot. Something that you said reminded me too. I I totally agree about they want to put you in a box. It's like, it's such a difficult task to both be concise, sum up who you are in one page and tell, you know, pick one defining moment in your life that is going to sort of lead into why you became a TV writer and all those things. So it's like you have to stand out and be so unique that someone can say to their boss, oh, I read the script by this uh, Latinx female who 
is really into botany and like her parents were were botanists and helped develop this, you know, space station, give them this really unique thing that is also really concise and is also like allows you to be in a box. So you have to be both niche and unique and also easily definable in like three bullet bullet points that will help you stand out in somebody's mind. If that makes sense. Well, we've already kind of wandered into this territory, but like, let's talk about how exactly to write that like killer essay, you know, like the structure of it, the tone of it. Um, what do you guys kind of recommend? Structurally, like I was saying before, I use I, I recommend starting with a personal anecdote from your past, um, from your background, your family, your culture, because that sort of roots the reader in a sense right away of of who you are. And just like a script, you want to have an opening line that's pithy that you know, you want to have a hook, you want to make your reader, you know, read this piece of material and from the get go be like, Oh, I'm interested, I'm engaged, I want to know more about this person. You know, I did a lot of soul searching when I wrote my personal essay, like I had to get past that inner voice that was telling me that, you know, talk about fitting into a box and being niche and unique. I was just like, I was nothing special about me. I'm this boring white girl from, you know, a small town. I grew up moving, like loving movies and TV, just like everyone else. And so I started by free writing about like what I love to write about and why and sort of what happened in my life that made me tell stories. And I then looked for the connective tissue between my life experience and what I like to write about. And what I found was um, something that I honestly didn't expect to find that my brother having autism and growing up with someone, you know, with a learning disability, um, someone who is neurodivergent has affected every single choice I've ever made in my life. It's affected every piece of writing I've ever come up with that sense of like identity and perspective. Those are two themes that I write about a lot. And I honestly wasn't even aware of it. It was like totally subconscious. And so once I sort of figured out, okay, a, that is something that, you know, not necessarily everyone has experience with. Um, but it also plays into my writing and specifically the spec that I had written for the Warner brothers fellowship and all the other fellowships that I've applied for, I'd written a handmaid's tale spec that, this is going to sound totally unrelated, but you'll see how it all comes together. The spec was about Offred, aka June, was had discovered that there was this new doctor that was sexually assaulting patients, and like you know, this is in a world like Gilead, in the world of The Handmaid's Tale, you know, rape isn't exactly like a new thing, but it was it was still like, well, the women can't talk about it because they'll be blamed and all these things. And so as I dug into the theme, I realized that that theme had to be the unifying theme of my essay as well, um, because it sort of all encapsulates what I write about and why and what I like to talk about and where it all sort of tied back into and what I wrote about in my essay. Like I said, it's quite personal, but um, I read my mom's diaries a few years ago because I want to help her write a book about her experiences. But she went to a lot of doctors when my brother was um, first showing signs of autism and Asperger's syndrome. And this was 1995 or whatever. So it wasn't like you could just Google what the hell is going on with my child. Why isn't he talking? And a lot of doctors just like wrote her off, were not helpful or gave her bad advice or just were not listening to her. And then that also, once he got older and was going into school, they were, she was having a really hard time communicating and just being heard. And so she started as this woman who was like kind of quiet and mousy and just sort of like let people talk over her to becoming this really bold and outspoken and, you know, confident person that she is now. And that, that has shaped my life. And so I wrote about this one experience 
um, seeing her go through that and how that ties into the types of characters I like to write about, the theme of voice, and that also tied into obviously my spec. So it all sort of was part of one cohesive story uh, that influenced my life and why I write the things that I do. And so start with a personal anecdote from your past. So for me, I talked about you know, my mom in the waiting room at the doctor's office and then explain how that moment shaped um, the themes and the types of stories and the characters you're drawn to. And that includes both what shows you write and what you write about, aka, you know, motherhood, voice, um, identity, um, you know, whatever your, those themes are that present themselves often in your work, and then get into how that theme ties into your personal brand and your genre. That's awesome, Hannah. Like, wow, thank you for getting so specific with that. That's really helpful. And I especially really love how you made sure that your essay related strongly to your samples. I think that a lot of people wouldn't think of that. Another thing I wanted to say about how to write a killer essay, go deep and don't be afraid to get real. Um, just like with any writing sample, the thing that will make your essay stand out is emotion. So if you can make your reader feel something while they're reading your essay, then you're that much more likely to get to the next round. So the best way to elicit an emotion is to get personal. That being said, don't get too dark. Um, still try to keep it light and, and kind of pithy and fun. So even though my story was, you know, a little like dark at times it had, I tried to keep the tone of it light and throw some jokes in there so that it felt like, you know, I took the reader on a, a bit of an emotional journey while reading it, hopefully. Allowing yourself to be vulnerable in these essays, I think is important because you need to show that you have a stake in what you write. This is the formative thing of my life. This is why I chose to do this. And I think that bleeds nicely into tone and how you choose the tone of your essay. Because personal voice is so important to differentiate yourself from the pile. You want to be distinctive. You want to show that you have the force of personality that the people who are reading your essays, they, they can't find with just anybody. And developing your own voice when you're writing essays is a really tough thing to do. And so what I did to help me was I read a bunch of essay collections from actual essayists. Joan Didion, you could read Ta-Nehisi Coates, James Baldwin, you know, just find some essayists online and see how they write a sentence, see how they tell a story. And if you can learn from them and adapt maybe a certain writing style or something into your own work, I think it'll help to set yours apart. I mean, just read James Baldwin in general, but RIP Joan Didion, but like, yeah, she has some incredible essays too. I think knowing how you like to read per people's personal stories, like if you read those, you know, other people's writing and you're like, which of these touched me the most? Why, which did I connect to the most and why? And then you can just turn around and try to use that. I think the most important thing that fellowship readers are looking for that you're unique and that you stand out, but it's really about point of view because point of view is going to inform what you write. And that's what is going to, that's what you're going to be bringing to the table when you get staffed is a unique point of view on the characters and on the show and also just on the world around you that your point of view is something no one else has. And if you can get across what that point of view is in your essay, then um, that's going to make you really appealing to the people that are you know, that are trying to process applications. And it's like, okay, this person's a really good writer, or even this person's had had a unique life, but 
I'm not quite sure how that informs their point of view. And so if you can get that across in your essay, that's huge, which I acknowledge that can be really difficult to do. But totally. But like, let's let's be honest, like our lives absolutely inform our writing. Like you can have led the most boring life and write crazy, exciting action. And those things are still connected. The, the fact that you find your life boring might be what inspired you to write, you know, like crazy space show number five, whatever it is. Like, so you should do the work to find that connection for yourself. And it's like, you know, Hannah, you just told us this amazing story about how you discovered that by doing this. So obviously don't make shit up, you know, <laughs> like don't get called out on that. Uh, there's that famous story about uh, a TV writer who pretended she was a veteran and got super busted. Don't, don't be that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a great essay topic, you need to dig deeper. If uh, it just, it's just a matter of, if you're not sure of the connection, you need to do that work. Find that specific event, find that specific connection in your life that will, that tells your story of who you are as a writer. And if you can't tell that story of who you are as a writer, then you're probably not ready for a fellowship. I did a lot of journaling. I would go on long walks or hikes and bring my phones so that I could write in my notes app. And I mean, I really anguished over it. I was like, there's nothing special about me. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm not unique. I'm boring. And then I just like, just did a lot of journaling until I, I sort of found it. And then it was like, ah, this is, it's been there all along. Um, I'm curious, Jess, what did you do? Did you know what you wanted to write your essay about? How did you sort of uh, approach your process of writing your essay? I had an anecdote, but I guess I think maybe I was a bit naive in how I was doing it because my approach was just throw everything in and the kitchen sink. I don't consider myself that interesting of a person, but I know that a little bit of my background is unusual because I've moved around so much and I've lived overseas. So I kind of just, I made that the whole focal point of my essay, which was just, I'm a nomad. I've moved around here, all the places I've lived. This is how it's shaped me. This is why I'm a writer now. And then also an anecdote in there. But yeah, you found that, you know, like your thing was more obvious than Hannah's thing, right? Like you were, you had already kind of made that connection of your nomadic ways to your writing, you know? So like, well, (laughs) I had, I knew that it would be interesting to readers. To me, it was not interesting because I had lived it. It was very normal to me. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is even if something is very normal to you and you think I'm not interesting at all, there's going to be something about your life that is unusual to somebody else. So you have to really take as objective a look at your own life as possible. If you have the time, maybe run run some potential topics by people be like you know of these life events what do you think is most interesting you know like is it i moved around a lot is it that i lived in this specific place is it that i grew up and my no one in my house wore shoes like whatever it is you know like you can try to be you can try to get a sense from your friends and family asking other writers like here are some things that i'm thinking about writing about and I'm not sure if any of them are interesting. Like, that's a totally legitimate question. You know, like, which of these do you connect with the most? Which one of these surprise you the most? And and do it, taking that extra step to make sure that you're framing your life in a way that's the most engaging way you can is, I think, something that'll get you farther. This might not be true for everybody, but if I think that if you're making yourself a little bit uncomfortable writing this essay, you're probably on the right track. Yeah, that's really good advice because it physically for me felt like I was digging deep. It was making me uncomfortable to be thinking about these questions. I was like, why do I have to write this stupid essay? Why do I like, why can't they just read my script and it'll speak for itself? But 
Um, but it ended up being, I really enjoyed the actual writing of it because it was like weirdly cathartic to sort of be like, wow, I, not only did I write a good essay, but I discovered this connective tissue that I didn't even know was there between my life experience and my past and also my present interests and what I want to write about in the future. So it kind of all, everything really tied together. It's very nice. I think there's this uh, conception that you should dig out your most painful experiences and use it in this. There's a difference between uncomfortable and what feels like exploiting your own pain. And like, don't, you don't need to do the latter from what I'm hearing from you guys. Like it doesn't need to be, you know, this is the worst experience I've had and this is how it shaped me. Like, and this is how my identity has caused me pain. Like you can write about joy. You can write about, you know, like when Hannah was saying, like hers is about, you know, something that, that is about the, the fabric of her family and how it relates to, to what she did and all that. But yes, uncomfortable is good. Um, feeling like you have shared something that is so painful um, that you wish you hadn't shared it is not. That's really not the goal, right? Because it's like if if the super painful thing is this defining piece of your life that you feel you need to write about because it is incorporated in your writing, then then that's one thing. But don't dig deep just because you think that writing something, you know, kind of intense and emotional is going to help you get in. It's more that you want to be able to tell a story and it's a story of, say, overcoming being silenced or whatever that is, um, then then that's okay. But again, like, you know, keep it light and and sort of just really engaging and, and uh, evocative without being provocative, I suppose. I like that. Something meaningful. Yeah. Hopefully this is helpful because I know the essays can seem really daunting, but you guys got this. Just We believe know. in you. Yeah. <laughs> get, out, get out that pen and paper and some tea or a lot of wine, if that's your thing. and mm-hmm. Coffee, weed gummies, work. whatever yeah. you need. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Untitled Female. And you can connect with us there or email us at Untitled Female Driven Podcast at gmail.com. And if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it because we would love to hear from you. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about next. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.